I just see so many Trump supporting flags and so many just like even today I got a, a death threat for the um, for the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, you were so passive about it too. I'm just like, I'm still in shock over that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I've I've been dealing with like this shit for the, like my whole entire life. I'm used to it. Unfortunate as that is, like I'm a person of color in the United States. I get treated horribly like this a lot. What if you were threatened for what you believe in, even with death? Now imagine if you're used to that same feeling, as it becomes a part of your lived experience. Unfortunately, that's the case for Idalis Abad a current student at Wells College, and she is also a woman of color. She and her friend, Emma Reach Hoff, have coordinated the Rally for Black Lives, the first rally to ever be scheduled in the town of Seneca Falls since the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. I'm Gabriel Petrazio, Finger Lakes One News, and this is The Daily Debrief. And on this edition, we connect with Idalis and Emma Reach, the organizers ahead of this Saturday's public demonstration, as we ask, why schedule a protest here in Seneca Falls on race relations? For Idalis, that answer is simple. Racism exists, even in a predominantly white community like Seneca Falls. And she seeks to shed light on that situation, but more importantly, create a space in this community for these issues to be examined in the public and by the public and ultimately have those who attend their demonstration leave with a certain level of uncomfortability after confronting issues of systemic racism head-on. I got into contact with Emmerich um, because we like we go to the same college together. I told them, hey, I kind of want to start up a protest here because I want to show people, black and people of color like me, who don't really get representation here in Seneca Falls to be seen and to be heard and to be told, hey, like your voices are heard, you're seen, we're here for you. I've noticed that with this community that doesn't really happen all that often. And people usually tend to think for, um, think about themselves. People don't seem to un- really fully grasp the idea of racism happening within our own community. I want them to, in a way, become uncomfortable with the idea of that it is in fact happening here and leave with that uncomfortability. As for Emma Reach, who is white, she agrees with Idalis, but also argues that Seneca Falls cannot remain silent, as citizens from across the Finger Lakes in Auburn, Geneva, Canandaigua, Syracuse, and Rochester all voice their grievances with the status quo. They, too, must affirm that the people of Seneca Falls stand alongside them with Black Lives Matter, as the national outcry in the aftermath of Floyd's death continues spurring on. We're like wanted to do something in Seneca Falls. I was like, yeah, let's do it. It was just kind of like a couple people saying, yeah, let's do it. But I think also I've heard whispered like around the area, people being like, why isn't Seneca Falls to anything? Where is Seneca Falls? And I think for whatever reason, you just kind of needed the right people at the right time. But why we're doing it in Seneca Falls is because if Seneca Falls doesn't say anything, we're saying that we don't support Black lives. We don't support what's going on. And the reality is we do. And we also want to make it clear that Seneca Falls, the work that the women did in 1848 with the Women's Rights Convention was, at the time, mostly for white women. And now, in the 21st century, in 2020, we want to say that Seneca Falls supports Black women. We support Black trans women. We need to keep moving forward. And the metrics for success for this Saturday are solely predicated on those who both come out in support of or opposition to their demonstration, asking for them to just stop and listen 
in Idalis's own words. What I consider for success for this um, for this movement is that at least we get Seneca Falls to just stop it. That's at this point, that's all I really ask for because at least like people can sit down and hear about other people's stories and consider like think about it. You know, that's what we want. In the spirit of an open conversation on the relationship of racism in Seneca Falls, a microphone will be available for anyone who wishes to speak and have their voice heard. But a portion of that time allotted in this space aims at speaking candidly about the town's police budget, $2 million annually, which is placed into the police fund after organizers conducted their own research on the subject. So we were kind of thinking of bringing up the police budget because we have been doing research and we've noticed that the um, police officers have, have been making a little bit more money than they should and Seneca Falls has been saying that they don't have the money to support local like businesses and to support the community of um, of Seneca Falls. I know that this like this rally is going to be very peaceful and we're going to have a, an open mic so that anyone can talk about their experiences, anyone can talk about how race and racism has affected them and how it is within this uh, within the community of Seneca Falls. In the end, however, Emmerich hopes that this Saturday's protest sparks something new a fresh start for racial relations in Seneca Falls, rather than a definitive conclusion to their organizing efforts. And I think my biggest hope, I think for this event, that it's not, this is not the end. Like, we, it's not a one and done scenario, that this is the beginning of more conversations. Like, this is just, this is just the conversation starter. This is not the be all end all. I know, like in Geneva, they've been continually doing events. And so I hope that, I don't know if I will be that person or if there's someone who could take up the mantle or whatever, but I hope this sparks a conversation that doesn't die and keeps going. I'm Gabriel Pachazio, Finger Lakes One News. That's all for today. The Daily Debrief is our show about the stories that shape life as we know it. New episodes are published Monday through Friday on FingerLakesOne.com. It's hosted by me, Gabriel Pachazio, and Josh Urso. You can find the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and several other platforms. Visit FingerLakesOne.com forward slash daily to see the links to all of our previous programs. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.